there. You're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Very, very good indeed. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I remembered to introduce myself as Tom this week, and I can also confirm, I could exclusively reveal that I am talking into the correct side of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Got that, got that sticker on there so that you know. Yes, exactly. I mean, to be fair, the sticker most people would consider completely unnecessary because the, the blue, I'm using a blue Yeti, not a sponsor, and the blue logo is is the side that you speak into if you're, do, if you're using the, the, the setting that is kind of designed for a one-person podcast where it's only one person using the microphone. It's got a fancy name, a technical name. I don't know what it is. But yes, it's fairly well signposted the side of the microphone that you should speak into. And yet I still managed to not do that last week. So if you did listen last week and you sat through it, I did put a warning at the start. But if you if you got through it anyway, uh, many thanks. Hope it wasn't too terrible. And what am I saying? It was terrible. I couldn't even listen to it. I tried to listen to it and was like, this is awful. <laughs> if this was... <laughs> If this was somebody's first Park Rush podcast, I'd never listen to this again. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, Josh, you still found you, you sounded as uh, as divine as always, so it wasn't all well, bad. You know, someone has to. Indeed, um, you've you've had you've had a busy week, Josh, or, or a busy twenty four hours, I guess. Yesterday, you were actually out at a theme park. This was the first Park Rush theme park visit for months, and of course because the lockdown has lifted in the UK, so we're now allowed to go to theme parks again, albeit in a slightly different way with less people around. Uh, but you were also tweeting through the day like an actual journalist. It was amazing. I was, yeah. Uh, it was kind of kind of bizarre, but yeah, good fun. How, how, how did it feel? What were the engagement numbers like? Do you feel like you, uh, you got in touch with our loyal, ravenous fan base in a way that you, you, you haven't done before? I I did actually, uh, you know, there was uh, some some well known uh, faces from our current and former podcasting selves uh, came up, uh, which was very appreciative. Thank you all who replied or favorited or liked or whatever it is on Twitter these days. Um, yeah, I, it was good to get it gave me a reason to try and take some decent shots of some of the coasters. Um, yeah, it was good fun. So did you say did you say faces from our former and present podcast selves? Um, I did, but I can't, I meant it like as in p people from podcasts we've done previously. All oh, right, because podcast selves makes it sound like we're some sort of terrorist group. Which, I mean, you could you could make that case, I guess, especially <laughs> after last week. That was an attack on 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 the very concept of audio quality and and people's ears but uh alas uh yes you went to thought park yesterday which is uh, the plan park. um uh, we're going to talk about that today we do do trip reports we we tried to do them fairly regularly back uh in the old times um <laughs> before the coronavirus but obviously we haven't done one for quite some time and also um I guess this one will be a bit different because not only will we simply be going through the park as you did on your day, which is what we normally do, but we've got all these extra uh, COVID, um, 
COVID things to take into account. Safety measures. COVID things. And, yep. Yeah, COVID things. Yes, that, that's all, that, those are words that I just used. Um, well aware, of course, that there is other theme park news going on this week. I think as of recording today, Walt Disney World begins to reopen its theme parks to everybody who wants to go. Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are opening today. They've been doing passholder previews and stuff for the last couple of days. Um, I think some mixed reports. To be fair, I think people have generally been okay with how it's been going. The most outrage I saw was about people uh, snapping up all the merch in the Splash Mountain store. Did you see any of this? Uh, I've, I've seen the pictures of people living with like bin bags full of plushies. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy. I, a friend of mine has been selling old Disney World merch on a, oh, I can't remember what the selling website is called now. It sounded like it was Disney specific. It was, like, was it Depop or something? Or did, uh, did, is this I, haven't any heard bells? I haven't looked at any of them. I, um, I refuse to. But, but apparently they were able to sell a Splash Mountain picture frame for something like £300. And that got me thinking, because wow. I do have two little Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox little figurines. I don't know if you remember this, but I don't think they do them anymore. But back in the day, in the World of Disney store at Downtown Disney, as it was called back then, and will always be to me, they had these basically big sort of bins essentially full of a kind of uh, of little disney miniature figurines all of a similar sort of style but i think the idea was just kind of you took a handful of them and they'd be like oh I'll get five for twelve dollars or something like they're they're pretty small they're quite cheap looking but they're they're, they're quite sweet and i've got a brer fox and a brer rabbit and i was wondering what do you think these are worth now could I make it a, a small fortune out of these? So I might put a picture up on the Park Rush Twitter and see if I can get any uh, assessments of their value. That'd be uh, interesting to at least hear what the uh, value would be. Yes, um, I, I, don't, I, I don't think I'll get anywhere if I take them on like bargain hunt. Um, bargain. I'm not, bargain. I'm not sure that's like David Dickinson's area of expertise, but if I can find the David Dickinson of Disney World... I, I think uh, you're, uh, you're you're actually referring to uh, Antiques Roadshow. Oh damn! Sorry, Josh. Who does <laughs> who who does who does bargain hunt? Well, then? Oh, wait, David oh, wait. Dickinson does bargain hunt, but the one where you take the thing onto the show is Antiques Roadshow. Oh, okay, right. Okay, so I don't know who the Antiques Roadshow Disney World is. Um, I guess it could be. It'd probably be like Hustler yeah. Kid, right, from Recess. <laughs> 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 he would be the guy, I think, that you'd want to to assess the, yeah, the value of your thing. Antiques Roadshow is done by the news journalist. Um, I can't remember her name now. Oh, uh, Fiona Bruce. Yes. Yes, you're right. Because she's um, not a journalist. She's a... Pres- well, um, yeah, she's a journalist. I think journalist is kind of this umbrella term. Okay. Um, and then you kind of... Have, she, I guess you would say she's a presenter, a newsreader. Yes. Um, She's anchor? not. She's not like an anchor. Yeah, good. That's not. That's bad. Uh, I've been called something similar to that in my time as a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Uh, do, do, I mean, just before we move on to the part, do you have any Splash Mountain merch, Josh? Are you going to try and take advantage of this rush for Splash Mountain merch? Um, I don't have any Splash Mountain merch, but um, it depends. Like, I reckon they might still be selling this stuff in two years time when the ride still hasn't been closed 
You don't think it'll all get snapped up by then? I reckon Disney's going to keep pumping it out. Right. Well, it's easy money, isn't it? I mean, exactly. I, I think if they're not going to do that, I think it's really bad that they allow people to buy so much stuff in bulk. I think that... Uh, they're, they're not supposed to be allowed, as far as well, I'm aware. Well, yeah, but... they're obviously not enforcing it, are they? But I no. think if, if there's no intention of uh, restocking the store... And, and and they are quite happy to say, well, look, clearly it's limited from now on because the ride's going to close. Then they should be imposing limits on it. Um, even in normal circumstances, that's what they should do. But I think especially now when there are loads of people who can't get to the parks right now but would like to get back, of course, eventually and would maybe hope there to, to be able to get some splash-mounted merch when they do go back. But obviously the way things are going, they would not be able to do that unless Disney kept restocking the store. So maybe they will, but uh, remains to be seen anyway. And um, as I say, I will put that picture of those figurines up on the Park Crush podcast Twitter feed. Ooh. But uh, let's do Thought Park now, Josh. We sort of teased it and then I went off on a tangent, which is what I like to do. But um, <laughs> let's get back to it. So Coming as of recording, you went, you went yesterday, which was Friday the, uh, the 9th or the 10th? The 10th, the 10th of 10th. July. So it had been reopened for, what, six days? Yeah, just under a week, yeah. Uh, what was the... How, how were you feeling on the drive up there? Were you, were you excited? Were you nervous? Were you anxious? Were you unsure? Uh, I was uh, annoyed because I was on the M25 in sort of rush hour. All right. Mainly. Is, is rush hour uh, now firmly a thing again? Uh, I, I don't think it's... It's not as bad as actual rush hour but it's it's certainly getting there it's uh there was oh, an accident sucks. um just after the a21 junction which super niche uh proper local you, you need to sort of um you need to put this in the context of like i drive and universal uh, boulevard oh. and things like that so people understand what you're talking about so this is like if there was an accident <laughs> on the uh, what was it Walt Disney World Drive? Sure. The main the main road into Walt Disney, you know, through the arches. Aren't all the roads in Florida? Isn't it basically International Drive, and then every other road coming off that is like a brand name drive or brand name <laughs> avenue? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, Wizard Gift Shop Way. That's my favourite <laughs> road in Florida. Um, uh, actually, like the weirdest thing about. Uh, all of the parks in the UK, actually, uh, but you know, Thought Park, Alton Towers, Chessington, predominantly, is that they're not on a main road. No, uh, no, that's Alton true. Towers Thought- is the worst, but I'll discuss that next week. Oh yes. Um, but Thought Park, you come off, and then you have to go through a town to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really quite it, bizarre. And it is the same with Chessington because I. I um, I can quite easily get to Thorpe Park and Chessington without taking a huge diversion on my way to work, essentially. And sometimes if there are problems on my usual route in, um, my sat-nav has taken me past um, Chessington specifically. And it kind of caught me off guard a little bit when I was driving along this road that I hadn't really been up before. And all of a sudden there's an enormous sign like on my left saying, oh, Chessington's over here. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Um, I don't know if we're going to be doing Chessington at any point over the next few weeks or months, but one thing I will quickly say while it's on my mind is I did see some slightly concerning pictures yesterday on Twitter of Chessington looking 
uh, overly packed and um, people being fairly bunched together uh, along the sort of pathways and whatnot. And um, it was certainly very different looking to what I've seen of of Thorpe Park, which actually, as we'll get to, of course, I, I've been fairly reassured by all the pictures I've seen from Thorpe Park. But um, but anyway, Josh, yes, you're back yes. to your journey in. Uh, yeah, so um, M25 for the most part for me and uh, for most part people that are driving there, obviously you can get the train to Staines and then there is a bus that takes you from Staines Station to Thorpe Park. Is I've that done running? that route before. Um, I would imagine so. I can't confirm it. I haven't, but I would imagine it is. Mm. Um, I didn't. Um, I didn't see a bus though. Um, so your mileage may vary. I'd look that up if you're considering going that way. That was a nice um, uh, car pun there. Good job. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I arrived. Um, they ask you whether you have already pre-booked and you have a ticket and you say yes. Uh, and then they line you up and instead of, it's usually, uh, I guess, at, uh, at Disney World and Universal, they do this where they have two cars behind each other. Yeah. Um, and then they have two right next to that. Uh, that wasn't the case this time. So they would put one car, um, it's one by one, uh, whereas it's usually two like at Disney World and uh, and universal uh and they were leaving uh, at least a meter between the cars as well right um just to you know so there was that social distancing going on right from the off um That's good. even right from the off all the staff had both face masks and face shields on Ooh. um yeah so everyone they're being quite quite uh keenly aware of what's going on making sure everyone is decently protected that's good. Also, since last week, I, I got my hair cut. So I got my hair cut with, by someone who had a face visor on. And it, and it is reassuring, um, especially when they double up with the mask and the visor. Yeah. Um, it's uh, They look kind of like uh, somebody's weird custom-made like division character where they've got two bits <laughs> of loot that don't quite match, but they give them such good stats that they wear them anyway. Um, they did a little bit of clipping. And... <laughs> yeah, the face mask was clipping through the visor. It was a mess. Well, I felt safe, so it was okay. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Well, that's, that's good because obviously I think you've spoken before on here about how you weren't particularly uh, confident that the theme parks here would necessarily be taking the safety measures completely seriously because maybe the demographic of the staff and and things like that but that sounds that sounds good you probably they probably exceeded your expectations on that front uh yeah very much so um, yeah very happy with where we were from that point um then you kind of go into the the queue to get into the park uh, and you'd so pre-booked got... like you said and you have to pre-book do you uh, yes, you have to pre-book. You have to go through the Thought Park website. You can pre-book. Uh, you also have to pay for parking. So I advise pre-booking your parking through the website because it's the cheapest way. That's a, that's a hot park crush tip right there. Yeah, I think it's uh, £10 if you pay on the day, £7 if you pay in advance. Oh, that's not a bad saving. That'll get That's like a drink or something at the park just to get you there. Uh, yeah, um, you can get uh, two ice creams for that. Oh, two ice creams for yeah. £3. Yeah, it's one pound fifty for a nice. That's cake. good. Yeah, by and, modern standards, and they still, they're still serving feasts at this place. <laughs> wow, 
Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Are the, are the Starbursts still called Opal Fruits here? And <laughs> yeah, Marathon Bars. Yeah. This sounds great. I'm going to have to get myself to Thorpe Park sometime soon. Um, so, and, and everyone in the queue and stuff, were, so when did they start saying you have to wear a mask? Is it like as soon as you get out of the car, they're like, hey, put a mask on? No. So that's, um, I guess, the thing. Uh, and one of the things in the UK is that you don't, have to wear a mask um walking around yeah it's only meant to be you're encouraged well it's meant to be mandatory on public transport and yeah when i went into town for my haircut last week i was pleasantly surprised by how many people were wearing them but that it wasn't absolutely everybody and i i mean if it's all but the law it might even be the law then clearly everyone should be wearing one and one person not doing so is one person too many but all the same I was kind of preparing myself to be really disappointed and, and I was overall quite happy with how many people were wearing them. But other than on public transport, they're not mandatory anywhere, I don't think. Like you're encouraged to wear them in places like shops, but it's not a rule. They have, yeah. I think Boris Johnson was talking yesterday, uh, kind of hinting that it would become the rule, which I think is overdue and sensible. But when you're just outside, when the risk of transmission is considered lower, you're not you don't have to wear them unless you are putting yourself in a position where you're uh within two meters of somebody else who you don't normally hang out with um yeah so with that in mind were, were most people not wearing the masks until they went in like food places or on rides then uh the for the mo the majority of people weren't wearing them until they got to the ride um uh the loading area Oh, okay. Um, so I, I, I'll walk through that in a little bit um, when we get there. Yeah. Um, we'll so get there I got there at 9.20, um, which is early. Uh, so it opens at 10 o'clock at the moment during these COVID Ooh, times. Somebody's keen. <laughs> well, I figured, you know, get there early, see, hopefully beat some of the queues, um, get, you know, get straight on a ride, you know. Yes. Rope drop. Yeah. Um. What so characters I put my mask do they on. have uh, that open the park? Do, do, do the characters that get off the train and do uh, a song and dance and say, hey, everyone. There was a lady in a hey, blue T-shirt. <laughs> uh, and there was a guy in a similarly blue T-shirt. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like they're going above and beyond here. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. They had masks on. Nice. So, you know. Um, so, yeah, I put my mask on before joining the queue to get into the park uh, and only took it off twice one to take a phone call because it feels weird talking through a mask on a phone call um, right. just to me anyway um, there's enough. no one else around so it's fine um, and also to eat my lunch halfway through the day that was the only two you times took I took my mask off to on. eat your lunch are you crazy I know. are you mad madness Jesus um, so you, you go through bag check bag check's number one if you have a bag, I didn't have a bag, so I, I ignored that bit. <laughs> um, then they take your temperature reading. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's just a guy with a gun <laughs> yep. shouting at you. Do you have a temperature? <laughs> well, I have some form of temperature. It's whether it's too high or not, sir. <laughs> uh, no, obviously, it's a temperature gun. So he points it at your forehead. It uh, doesn't touch your forehead. And then... If the temperature is the correct temperature, it's like 38, is it, or something? I don't know. 
What, um, when you say correct temperature, what does it have to be? Does it have to be dead on? <laughs> no, it there's just one has to temperature below, that is allowed in here. It's below a certain temperature, right? Is the rule? Yeah, I think so. Thirty-eight point uh, four or something like that. I'm making yeah, that up right. quite possibly. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a temperature though, so it's all good. Oh, good job. Yeah. Um, so then you go into another queue. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. Um, and along the queue are yellow, big yellow spots. Uh, and you, each party has a spot between them. Okay. Uh, and the spots are uh, distance in such a way that you should be at least a meter from another party. Okay. So w- were were there many other uh, single parties or were you alone on that front? All the single parties? All the single parties. <laughs> um, Those are my favourite kind of parties. I'm used to that. <laughs> Uh, there was a couple of single parties, but um, that I saw dotted around when I got into the park. But not, you know, for the most part, it was couples um, or um, families taking their kids, or all the kids are off. Well, half seems like half the kids are off, so there was like I, I, larger I, groups of kids I, I, that feel totally from different track. households. But I've totally lost track of how many kids are actually off, and where yeah. the kids are meant to be off, or if they're not, like. Is everyone a truant now, or are they not meant to be at school? I don't know. I've lost track of it all, to be honest. But yeah, um, um, I'm glad I don't have kids, because that would just be... No, that sounds terrible. Why would anyone yeah. do that to themselves? <laughs> um, that sounds bad. So, but I think the, ca- the capacity is limited, right? To Is it 2,000 right now? Um, um, we, I, we don't know for certain, um, but they're saying it's about... People are suggesting it's about 10%. Okay. So that's Um, probably about that then. I mean, that's not very many people at all, really, is it? No, not at all. Um, Yeah, so you go into that queue, then you come out of that queue, scan your ticket. Um, Just like a digital barcode scanner. What if you've got no ticket? Uh, You you get thrown out. Oh. That's to be expected, Um, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then, so you go for the ticket barrier, and then you go, you walk across the bridge Ooh. to the island like no other. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, while there might be the islands of adventure in Orlando, this is the island like no other. The island. Uh, yeah. It actually is an island. It's, a, it's on a lake, in a lake. It's true. Well, yeah. I, I drive past it down the... Uh, M3 on my way to work. It's off off to my left across from the lake. Uh, okay, it always yeah. looks quite scenic on a sunny day across the lake. But also yeah. a little bit random because it's, um, yeah, it's like, you know, you, you think of all the theme parks in sort of Florida, for example, and maybe not so much Universal and Seattle and that, but they all feel a little bit more out the way. There's kind of a sense of... Uh, there's a real sense of kind of excitement when you sort of start to see rides peeking over the the tree line or or whatever or you know obviously especially the Disney parks where they're all sort of a little bit more off to themselves whereas with Thorpe Park you're literally just sort of driving down the motorway and it's just kind of over there and you're far away enough that it almost looks empty even on a normal day and you obviously can't hear anything so it just looks a little bit like it's abandoned or something but yeah 
It's it's the it's certainly the islands of adventure of the UK parks. Well, I mean, I can't think of higher praise than that. What what are yes. the cookies like though? Uh, I didn't have any cookies. I couldn't see any cookies for sale. Well, you can't be the islands of adventure of the UK if you don't have a really good cookie. So it's true. It's true. You're gonna have to row back um, on that. Sorry, comparison. I'm afraid. Um, it's the Bush Gardens of. Wait, no, that's more like Chesterton. Bush mm. Gardens got decent cookies as well. To be fair. God damn it! I mean, to be honest, all of the US parks have pretty good cookies, uh, but the Universal one, as I've said before, is particularly outstanding. Um, the Disney cookies are basically all Starbucks cookies now, right? Or yes, do they have bespoke cookies still? I don't know. They probably do somewhere, but where they are not in the Main Street knows. Bakery anyway. No, all the all my favourite Disney thing part bakeries are now Starbucks's. <laughs> Such a shame. It's just, it's just bad, bad. Uh, anyway, yeah. so first port of call um, and last port of call really is the the dome. Oh, uh, which the is kind of like um, Walt Disney Studios at Paris. Oh yeah. Do you know you walk you walk into the what's meant to look like a um, recording. Uh, um, was it like soundstage? Soundstage, yes. yes. And you've got like the the shops and the and the restaurants down the sides. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same sort of setup, but you, it's called the dome. And, and what? And in there, it's just shops and and food places. Yeah, and there's like uh, there's a and there's like toilets and baby changing facilities uh, and lockers and things like that in there as well. I saw you indulged in a KFC. Was that in there? I did for lunch. That is not in the dome. Oh, no, that is elsewhere. So, do Thought Park do their own food and stuff, or is it all yes licensed? Oh, okay. Uh, so they've got they've got a restaurant in the dome. Um, which has got a, it's called the Infinity Bar and Kitchen. And were all these places open? Uh, that seemed to be open, but no one was eating there. <laughs> right. I'd imagine, um, yeah. I think, you know, when you go to a theme park quite often, even if you're not that hungry, you'll probably stop for some food just as part of the day. But I think in these unprecedented times, it, you might actually just not stop for food unless you actually do want to eat. Yeah, the problem uh, with the dome is that it's kind of off the beaten path from the rest of the theme park. Right, yeah. Um, there is kind of little reason to go back to the dome for lunch. Sure. Um when there's like KFC and Burger King and a burrito place and a pizza place elsewhere in the park. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, that's, that's, but yeah. onto the rides. I went anti-clockwise. Oh, controversial. Well, it's, so for people that don't know then, is still park like a fairly simple circle to make your way around or is, is it Nowhere a bit all near. over the place? <laughs> okay, great. Uh, it's so a all over the place, but if you want to do the main rides, they are in a sort of circular pattern. Okay, cool. Um, with the exception of uh, the Walking Dead ride, but uh, so I went. I went anticlockwise because the first ride that I wanted to do was the ride that I haven't done before, and that is the Swarm. The Swarm. When did that open? Then is that new? Uh, that opened in 2012, which shows how long it's been since I've been to Thorpe Park. Oh, wow. I thought you were semi-regular to Thorpe Park. Why has it been so long? Um, uh, fuck. 
going to sound really sad. Um, finding people to go with. Oh. There, uh, there's been. You didn't solve uh, that this time. <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> exceptional circumstances. I guess so. Maybe you were just bored of going during precedented times and were waiting for more unprecedented times to oh, yes. make it a worthwhile visit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, sure. fine. Let's go with that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, the Swarm is uh, built in 2012, is a. Uh, wing coaster uh, by Bollinger and Mabillard. Bless you. <laughs> um, good fun. So uh, you, the track is in the middle, uh, and the there are two seats either side of the track. Oh, interesting. If that makes okay. sense. So you, you sit at the same level as as the track. Right. Yes. Um, which gives kind of cool experience. Um. <clears throat> But that's also, it kind of gives you this weird, so you queue up, and I was the, basically the first ride of the day for the swarm. Oh. Yeah. Did they give you a sticker for being first? <laughs> Alas, no. Oh. Um, and that's probably, this is probably the worst experience on a, on the, on a ride I had all day, actually, cause, because they'd only just opened, they didn't have, they weren't up to their full uh, staff level. Right, yeah. So they were missing one person, one or two people to manage the queue a bit, mm. um, which was a shame. But uh, I went on it again later, and it was absolutely fine. Oh, that's okay. Uh, oh, you did a rewrite. Yeah. I did a rewrite, which is kind of kind of pertinent to this whole thing, actually. Um, oh, really? but I'll get I'll get I'll get there in a in a little bit. Oh, you keep dropping these teases. I know. I know. This is a page turner of a podcast. <laughs> Uh, the swarm is like so. The theming of the swarm. The th- one good thing about uh, the swarm is where it's one of these more recent rides. Um, it has theming to it, and it's relatively decent for a UK park. Oh, nice! Um, so it's like uh, this swarm is like uh, this being uh, extraterrestrial or um, evil in nature that has ravaged the land. Oh no! Um, so if you look at the Twitter feed that I put up, uh, the thread there is actually a really great picture. I well, personally, I think, um, which has a <laughs> uh, ambulance half in the ground. Um, oh yeah. There is an air- crashed aeroplane. Uh, there is a fire truck where the sirens keep going off. The buildings, the uh, ride building is wrecked. Um, this sounds like it could be very easily rethemed to Brexit the ride. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Just paint the track um, red, white, and blue. Jobs are good. Jobs are good. Uh, it's really, it's really good fun. Actually, I really liked it. So you go up, up the chain lift, and then at the top it inverts you slowly, so you're upside down, and then drops you uh, into a like back into a loop, sort of a sounds- half loop. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Um, it's, it's really interesting. Like the slowness of it is really interesting, which is right, really quite cool. Mm. Um, and then you do a couple, couple more like half upside downs, and you go for a billboard, which is kind of cool, an advertising board. Oh, like the Rip Ride Rocket. Like the Rip Ride Rocket. Now you're speaking um, my I, language. Can you put I think has a bit louder on though? You cannot. No. Oh well, alas, alas, indeed. 
What about that's the way? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. I like it. Um, but yeah, it was it was good fun. Um, <laughs> I keep saying that, I don't know. Uh, so that took... Uh, yeah, so I was straight on that pretty much. It took me like a minute to get on it. Nice, um, nice, nice. And then when I came back later, it took me about 20 minutes because they had to run it a couple of times to clean it. Uh, that's one of the big things that's going on as well. So occasionally... So they're not cleaning it after every single run. Right. But they will clean it um, every 15 to 30 minutes. So they'll clean okay. the whole thing down, run it twice to dry it off. Yeah. And then, re- then you can reload. Um, I mean, and obviously be- they've got two cars running, so um, they have to do that for both of them. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think it would... I mean, I know everyone wants everyone to be super, super careful and take every precaution that they possibly can but i think it probably would be unreasonable to expect the ride to be cleaned after literally every single run right like that would be kind of crazy yeah certainly the amount of time it would take um they have no real quick way of doing it so you have to wipe it all down yeah so, um the good thing about the swarm is that the uh um the rows are quite far apart Right. So it means that you can put a party in every single row. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, so the capacity is still pretty good. It was built with foresight then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. For once. Yeah. (laughs) Something in this country built with foresight. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Um, You should put whoever made Swarm in charge of, like, all our road projects and (laughs) infrastructure. God, careful. Yeah. Um, they the M25 have ha- will become an inverted motorway. <laughs> uh, I'll be up for that. To be fair, it would make the drive to work quite thrilling. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they have uh, hand sanitizer at the entrance to the queues, just before the ride, and just as you get off the ride as well. Oh wow! Were you were you very yeah. liberal with your hand sanitizer? Um. I wasn't super liberal. I was doing it after I got off the ride. Yeah. Um, and before I got on the ride, but that was, I wasn't doing it like all the time, but then I wasn't like touching things. You can't do it while you're on the ride. There's not hand sanitizer <laughs> on every seat that Just you like can a... <laughs> <laughs> squirt out, rub yourself down while you're on the uh, ride. Unfortunately not, no. Ah, uh, well, alas. Uh, alas um but yeah so you know i wasn't doing it before i got in the queue because i wasn't touching anything to the front of the queue and then i wasn't touching anything between the queue and the ride itself sure um so i didn't feel like i needed to do it all the time but i did it you know before and after the actual ride no that makes sense that Um, makes sense well that that sounds like quite a reassuring experience then in terms of safety, uh, yeah, on, on on swarm, um, was it much the same from there on out? Where did you go next? Uh, from there on, I went to stealth. Um, and on the way to stealth, I walked past tidal wave, which is, um, I guess you could call it like an equivalent to the Jurassic Park, um, boat ride. Oh yeah, what uh, that that was not running. Oh, they didn't put like shower gel in the water or something like that. 
They didn't know. Uh, it oh, used well. to actually be sponsored by, um, was it Natural Source? The, Natural like, Source. Shower gel manufacturer. Oh, really? <laughs> or, uh, was weird. it Original Source, maybe? I don't know. Um, so, so they used to have like a lime smell around there. Right. That sounds quite nice. Like in the queue area, it was like it smelled like limes, which was quite nice. Is that was that up there with like e- the ETQ smell? Um, it was. It was actually very good. I really like. It was like mm, this is. I could get into this. It's actually how I did get into this. I I have since <laughs> started using into- original source <laughs> as my shower gel. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, Nemesis. Nemesis is like your favourite coaster of all time, isn't it? Uh, Nemesis, yeah, but Nemesis is uh, not what I, not what I said. Oh, sorry. What did you say? Stealth. Stealth. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah. Come on, Tom. Sorry. I was um, I was listening. I promise. <laughs> uh, yeah. So stealth. Uh, stealth is in the uh, Amity area of oh, yeah. the theme park. Is that where Jaws is? Uh, it kind of. Great. I didn't know um, we had our own jaws here. One the KFC uh, restaurant has a shark crashed into the roof of it. It's more like Sharknado <laughs> jaws than... <laughs> Great. Nothing, nothing sums up UK theme parks like that. Well, we couldn't get the jaws license, so we got Sharknado instead <laughs> great fantastic awesome yeah oh. um yeah i've never so watched stealth, sharknado have you uh, i i haven't i've seen one scene from i think it's sharknado 3 which is set at universal <laughs> studios orlando <laughs> um and jerry uh is it jerry springer yes uh he is there on holiday and he's getting a photo taken with the uh, with Jaws, you know, the hung oh, up Jaws. With Bruce. With Bruce, yeah. Um, but just before that happens, Bruce is knocked out of the attract of that photo opportunity by an actual shark from the Sharknado. <laughs> um, so Jerry's actually taking a picture with a real shark who then eats him. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I think that I might need to watch seen. this. Or at um, least that there's scene. There's a part where they're on top of Rip Ride Rocket. Uh, yeah, that's it's a, it's a, man weird. This is Sharknado three specifically. Yes, I think it's I think it's three. Okay, all right. Well, I I, I feel it is my duty to seek this out. Maybe we bring back theme park movie reviews for a one-off special for the Sharknado film that is set at a theme park. Yes. Well, I think if we do that, then we need to put do uh, three ninjas Magic Mountain. Oh, okay. Well, let's not do it then. <laughs> <laughs> Is Three Ninjas set at a real theme park or a made-up theme park? Yes, it's a real theme park. It's Six Nations, Six, oh, of course. six Flags, Six Flags, uh, Magic Mountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I've just dug myself a hole there. Let's let's move on. Let's talk about Gutted. Thor Park. Stealth. Stealth, yes. Uh, one of the best things about Stealth is the music. It's all like kind of beach-themed music. Uh, like okay. it's got like Beach Boys and that sort of vibe going on, right? Because um, it's meant to kind of be like an old timey uh, drag racing area. Okay. So you have like this kind of old timey like fifties sort of music, fifties sixties music. Um, so you know, swing, swinging stuff, you know, bopping, yeah. 
whatever. Uh, and it is a um, launched roller coaster made by Intamin. Uh, opened in two thousand six, so I've done this a few times. It's two hundred and five feet tall, um, and zero to eighty in one point nine seconds. Wait, what? Making that's it, madness. Making it the fastest roller coaster in the UK and the second tallest after the big one at Blackpool Pe- Pleasure Beach. That's crazy. Walk to eighty uh, in yeah. like less than two seconds. That's yeah. very fast. That is. It's very fast. That's extremely quick. Um, um, yeah, that sounds terrible. So the same policies applied here in terms of the yellow dots on the floor in the queue and the hand sanitizer. Um, the only difference here is that the seats are quite close together, so it was um, one party to every carriage, basically. Right. So each carriage is um, two by two. Yeah. Um, so if you had four people in the front um, carriage, uh, which there was the first time I went on it, <laughs> Um, they then put me in row four. So, mm-hmm. so the first party took up rows one and two. Then they put me in row four. And then the party behind me was a couple. So that was row six and then row eight, row 10. If that makes sense. I mean, based on what you've told me about the height of the ride and the speed of the ride, this sounds like if any ride is going to cause your mask to fly off, it would be this one. Um, did, did you? Did your mask feel at all? vulnerable on stealth my mask did not feel vulnerable oh excellent i mean you've 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 bought yourself quite a sleek number from etsy not a sponsor yes. and uh not a sponsor was that i mean thought part were they giving out free masks something i should have asked at the start did, did they give out free masks at the start like we've no. heard they've been doing it okay so you had to have your own one or that or you had to buy a, like a branded one whether it was it just branded yes. ones that they were selling yeah, there were branded ones. I have one right here in front of me. Um, I oh, bought, excellent. I bought one for myself and for you, Tom. Oh, wow. Well, thank present. you so much. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm quite a cool mask, actually. So it's got, it's blue with like a silhouette in darker blue of the roller coaster. So it's got uh, Stealth on there. It's got Saw on there. It's got Colossus on there. Um, actually, no, it's got, not got Colossus. That's Swarm and Nemesis. It doesn't have Colossus on here. Oh, Colossus did not make the mask. It did not make Maybe the mask. Maybe it's on borrowed time. Or, or well, controversial. Hmm. Um, uh, and, it and is how, the oldest ride at the park, but we'll get how, we'll how, get to that later. How is the how is the mask? Is it a nice fit? Is it is it quite sleek and snug? Or um, so it's one piece of fabric, right? With like slits cut, cut in near the edges to put your ears through. Oh, okay, um, but it's uh, like oh, so it doesn't have like, like stretching material. It's kind of it like does... soft cycling short material. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it that... like stretches around your face, which is quite, so it hugs you quite tightly. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'd I be might, grateful I might for mine having like to, uh, uh, mine's adjustable for your nose, which is uh, something I appreciate. To like, yeah, so it doesn't have a it doesn't have a nose bar. Ah. Whereas uh, my usual one does. Have you seen the ones where you sort of tie them around the back instead of looping around your ears? They're quite cool. Yeah, that's what I kind of want one of them. Uh, you can actually buy bars that you then put the ones that you put on your ears into that bar, which holds it in place. Oh, okay. Oh, these but, sound decent, actually. 
I've seen mixed yeah. reports of the masks at Disney World. I think people seem to think they come up a bit small, which is, um, I guess, quite unusual because every time I buy any form of clothing or accessory uh, in the US at all, I always find, I mean, clearly I am quite a small person, but I find yeah. everything comes up quite big, uh, whereas, yeah, these masks at Disney World apparently come up uh, pretty snug on people from what I've seen. Um, yeah, I agree. Um Obviously, I'm a, over here, um, it, exactly the same brand of clothing. Uh, I will be an XL in the UK and an L and a large in the US. Interesting. I yeah. basically have to buy like age eight to nine in the US, <laughs> uh, an extra small here. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, um, stealth sounds uh, intense, but your mask did not fly off. So Nope, yep. Full marks um, for the Etsy mask. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the ride, if you don't, uh, if you don't know what acceleration coasters are, um, you probably you may well do. Um, so rock and roller coaster, both um, at Florida uh, Hollywood Studios and uh, Walt Disney World Studios in Paris, uh, Avec Aerosmith. Yes. Um, Rita at Alton Towers, and then King Dakar at one of the Six Flags parks, and also the Ferrari ride at the Ferrari Worlds, in the, which there's one in Spain and there's one in Abu Dhabi. They're all launch coasters, so they fire you off really quickly at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of the same. This is almost identical to King Dakar, but smaller. King Dakar is like 500 feet, and this is only right. 205 feet. Only 205 feet. Yeah. Um, so this is taller than Shikra by five yes. feet. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it opens um, in 2006, did you say? I think that's the same year that Shikra opened. Oh. Yeah. Well. Um, it's but quite, if you put it's them on top ride. of each other, they'd still be shorter than King Dakar. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh. um, so it fires you straight forwards. You then go up into a top hat. Um, you come down, you go over a break hill. And then back in. So it's a really, really quick ride, really short. Um, but yeah. really good fun. It looks that, as that though they've... hit is... I, oh. I don't know if they've finished it, but they, they've they at least started installing the top hat section of the Raptor Coaster at Islands of Adventure. It looks very cool. That track looks intense. Like, the, the more they build of it, the more you realise this is going to be, um, yeah, by far the most intense coaster on property, I think. Um, yeah, I really like that top hat seems to be sort of directly opposite the Hulk bit that goes over the water. Right. Seemingly from what I, I could be wrong, but from the angles I've seen, which I think is kind of like a cool, if you looked at it, you can see like in both sides, you can see the top hat of Jurassic Park and then the uh, the Hulk as well. Yeah. Quite cool. Yeah. I'm a little bit torn on it. I know I've, I think I've said before that I think it will add some really much needed kinetic energy to that section of the park but at the same time i did always quite enjoy just being able to chill out the back of the discovery center by the water and obviously you won't really yeah. be able to do that now no. so I, I i think there are the pros and cons to um installing a massive coaster like that in that particular space but i'm excited to see how it turns out for sure but um either way it doesn't sound like it will be as tall as stealth no um, um, but yeah, yeah. Stealth. I, I actually like got my um, 
picture on stealth. Yes, I saw that on the Park Crush Twitter page. Uh, yeah, if it, it like so, in the picture you can see five out of six empty seats, and the one that's not empty is me. Yeah, you look like you're having a good like time. I, yeah, it looks like I've got a private ride to myself, which I think is quite <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a ride photo where I've been the only person on the coaster, so that must be uh, a nice, a nice memory to look back on in a few years. Of oh, there's that weird time where everyone had to stay away from each other. Yeah, you know, it had to be done right. I had to get a photo on on ride for this time. Yes, I I reckon I reckon you were right to do that. Will you get another one on uh, Alton Towers? That's the question. I hope so. Um, it depends on how they come out, but yeah, I hope so. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so what what was next after stealth? Well, usually going anti-clockwise would be the Rumba Rapids. But that was shut. But that was also shut. Right. Makes sense, um, I guess. Uh, I probably Close couldn't ride, ride it either because there probably wouldn't be enough people in the boat. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that, that, that will be just as much a reason for why it was closed, I would imagine. Yes. If it can't operate um, without a certain number of people in the boat. That yeah, makes so sense. instead, the next would be Nemesis Inferno. Nemesis Inferno? Is this your favourite roller coaster of all time? No, this is the son of my favourite roller coaster of all time. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Um, so, Nemesis is meant to be like this alien creature that was found underneath the ground when they were excavating at Alton Towers. And it's like, you know, you're riding this sort of monster thing. Nemesis Inferno is meant to be like it had a child and that <laughs> child burst out of a volcano. Of course. Yeah. Law. 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 <laughs> uh, and there is, and they built a volcano for it to burst out of, which is kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. That sounds neat. Yeah. Uh, so I probably wasted about 15 minutes to go on Nemesis Inferno. Wasted fifteen minutes. Is it not very good? Waited. Oh, waited. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, well, that's um, not bad, is it? That's okay. No. So uh, much like Nemesis, um, this is a inverted roller coaster made by Bollinger and Mabillard once again. Bless you. Um, and designed by the same guy, John Wardley, um, who's the guy who wrote that book that I keep always mentioning. Yes. What was that called again? Conquering My Nemesis. Yes. Right. See, I do pay attention. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Built in 2003. (laughs) Um, Still pretty good. I still enjoy it. Uh, It's no nemesis. Well, what is? Well, yeah, it's true. Um, But it is really good. Um, So they were loading every row, one party per row on this as well, because there's enough space in between. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, No photo on this one. Um, but there were obviously the the yellow dots, um, hand sanitizer, the whole lot, whole shebang once again. Right. Well, that's good. That's good. I, I'm, I'm impressed. Um, and I almost feel bad to feel surprised. Um, but yeah, I am a little bit surprised by how thorough the safety, uh, measures seem to be at, um, at Thorpe Park. Uh, because I do feel like, 
I know every business that's reopening in the UK at the moment needs to be COVID secure and needs to be putting things in place that keep everyone safe. But I think that I'm, you know, there are probably some that maybe aren't doing quite as much as they should. And then also there will be some who, uh, you know, their measures cannot stand up to scrutiny if the people who are visiting um, aren't really willing to go along with it. Um, you know, they yeah. can t- the, the measures can too easily be compromised. Um, whereas at Thorpe Park, it sounds like uh, they are actually being enforced effectively. So not only are the measures good on paper, but they're also kind of working in practice and they are doing everything they can to keep people apart in situations where they have, you know, direct control over what people are doing, i.e. when they're queuing for rides, when they're getting on rides, etc. And um, yeah. I guess when you're just walking around generally, did it feel really dead? Like... Did you ever find yourself in a situation where it was, oh, I'm going to hang back here because there's a bit of a bit of a crowd. It's a bit tight here, or was it really easy the uh, whole time? Not really. I never really have felt I had to hang back. Uh, there was sort of the the bit around, sort of as you go around tidal wave was busier because that's the main thoroughfare around to Stealth and Nemesis. Right. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really feel I ever needed to be like, whoa. Hmm. Hmm. Um, that's good that's quite cool yeah and the sort of back route between nemesis and then colossus and saw was dead really there's like no one back there which was kind of cool yeah cool um should we do you want to do colossus and stealth is that are they next up uh yeah so colossus is next colossus was the one that i went on next the uh oldest ride in the oldest of the big five in the park opening back in 2002 that's not that old, though, is it really? Uh, no, I mean it feels old. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I guess. I guess, I guess it is fairly old, isn't it? I'm trying to, yeah. Uh, was it eighteen yeah. years? Yeah. yeah. Two thousand two doesn't sound like it was that long ago, but it was. Yeah. Two thousand two still feels like a fairly modern year, but yeah, almost twenty years. What the hell? Anyway, uh, so what's Colossus, um, Josh? Colossus is a steel roller coaster built by uh, Intamin. It's an Intamin steel coaster. Um, mm. I believe it once held the record um, for the most inversions. Uh, I'm trying to see. First most worst, inver- yeah, the first, the world's first roller coaster with ten inversions. Oh, it was a world record, not just a UK record. Yes. Oh, nice. Ten inversions is uh, a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, and there's, there's this kind of cool bit. So uh, as you get on it, as you sit down, and it will start going, the power of 10, the power of 10, the power <laughs> of 10. Great. Yeah. Um, so the those 10 inversions are a vertical loop, a cobra roll, two corkscrews, followed by five heartline rolls. Oh, Did you do this and before the, your KFC? I did do this before my KFC, yes. That sounds sensible. Um, the the uh, Heartline rolls are so slow as well. Right. So, like, if you have a little bit of gap between you and the top of your shoulder restraints, yeah, you will slide up <laughs> oh, or <God>. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. Well, that sounds. Like, that would probably be the case with me. That sounds. That sounds terrible. I'm not. I think I think you're putting um, me off the idea of doing Colossus at any point. 
it's probably one of my favourite parts of the roller coaster because of the amount of screaming that happens at this point. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> it but freaks people it would, out so much. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It would be human nature to kind of feel a little bit... Uh, kind of well the opposite of uh, to feel uneasy um, i was about yes. to say to feel the opposite of at ease <laughs> it's like that's uneasy tom words you do words for your work um it's true believe it or not um yeah that sounds grim i mean i think i've spoken before about how on shikra once i ended up in the uh the the, the seat for the bigger uh for the bigger gentleman or the bigger lady and uh I found that to be deeply unpleasant. Um, and I'd imagine that this, in, in all, even in the standard seating, uh, yeah, this sounds similar to that in terms of getting thrown around because there's too much space between you and the, the restraint. But yeah. Um, yeah. Ten inversions. That's a lot. Ten inversions. The power of ten. <laughs> the power of ten. Uh, um, I should retheme it, make it a Ben 10 coaster. Oh. Yeah. Nice nice fluorescent green track. That'd be cool. That'd be great. Yeah. They do uh they do like a not like a semi re theming um every Halloween for the Halloween Horror Nights. Oh yeah. Or um Fright Night. Fr- Fright Night. Yeah. Um which is kinda cool. Um so it gets a little bit more all the music gets a little bit more intense and they change the theme every year, which is kinda cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the the next and final of the Big Five. Um, I'm not sure if it's officially called the Big Five. That's, that's just what I call them. Uh, is Saw the Ride. Saw the Ride. So is this one of the only licensed rides in the park other than the Walking Dead thing? Uh, there are... Um, actually, no. There. So you have... Uh, and there's more coming. So you have uh, Saw the Ride, you have The Walking Dead, you have Darren Brown's Ghost Train, um, you have an Angry Birds Land, uh, and you also have um, Black Mirror Labyrinth coming, or was supposed to be coming this year, but I don't think it is now. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. I think any any theme park projects that were penciled in for 2020 are almost certainly now 2021 or beyond. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, but Saw the Ride is a Gerstelauer Eurofighter. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, a Gerstelauer Eurofighter. Oh, of course, one of those things. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think where you may have seen one of these. Uh, Maybe uh, I have. It's fine. I'm a fraud. Everyone no, it knows doesn't that. look like you. Doesn't look like what you would have. No. Um, so this is uh, theme to saw sort of, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's no Disney or Universal. Let's put it that way. Well, I wouldn't expect to see a saw ride at Disney World. To be fair. No. That would, um, that would be so. <laughs> that's what should replace Splash Mountain. It's Jigsaw. <laughs> torturing Br'er Rabbit and friends for their oh, racist God. past. <laughs> <laughs> have um, you uh, have you seen the Saw films? No, I haven't. I have no desire to see them because it just, it's okay, just like torture porn, right? I don't um, I don't have any uh, interest uh, in that. I, I guess a little bit. Um, 
more so later on but i think the, the the first one's pretty good i think but it gets a bit twisted but then there's a new one coming out with samuel jackson in it playing a cop oh really yeah huh but it seems like they're taking a different spin on the franchise for it but we'll see when that comes out um so a lot yeah. of this like torture stuff goes on in warehouses so this is meant to be like one of the warehouses that all this torture stuff goes on in um it's all kind of barbed wire and metal work and that sort of thing um and is it, it does is it the creep- thing where is it creepy is it is it is there any sort of violence in the pre-show or the queue or anything um so there's a there's a jump scare where it's like a gun that goes off or like a crossbow or something um and then there's like a man in barbed wire like a dead man in barbed wire right which i believe is from one of the films but it's clearly he's quite obviously a fake bloke yeah 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 it's just interesting like um you know rides obviously are associated with having height restrictions but you don't often see sort of age ratings on rides but i don't know being so explicitly themed to a really violent sort of horror film um i don't know this strikes me as the type of ride that as well as a height restriction might also have like an age gate um like oh you're 11 Um, and tall enough to be on here but maybe not i think when it first came out back in 2009 there sort of was it was like uh, you have to you kind of have to be 15 to be on this ride otherwise you have to be with an adult oh okay but i'm i don't think they enforce that in any way no I, i probably not it's probably too much effort uh yeah 100% um it so you load in the the carriages are 4 by 4 and that is it There's, that is that is your carriage 4 mm. by 4 done um and that, and then you go um so but you have to have a minimum of four people per train right which made it a bit awkward for me being one person because I had to wait for a group of three or four and there was seemingly no groups of three or four. There was lots of couples. <laughs> yeah. One day, Josh. Uh, one day. One day. Uh, so once I eventually found a group of three, uh, they went in one row. I went in the row behind uh, and we went off. And kind of, so the thing that it does is uh, it sends off two trains at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, but then the first one just goes and the second one stops for a little um, themed element where the jigsaw puppet on the bike comes out and talks to you. Oh, creepy. So, so it's better like off being in the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's better off being in the back train out of the two trains that they launch because you right. get this extra bit of theming. Oh, there's a hot um, tip for you if you're yes. going to still park anytime soon. You haven't before. Sit in the back. Uh, you then, uh, once you've done that, you go into a drop, tiny little drop, um, probably 15 feet maybe, if that. Mm-hmm. Um, underneath some uh, blades, some saw blades. Um, and then you go round, you do a heartline roll over a dead body, which used to squirt, um, quote-unquote, blood. But it seems like they've turned that off. Oh. Did the blood go on the riders? Uh, no, it did not. Oh, so I like squirt and then stop as the as the ride got to it, and then st- and then I guess start again. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of go round, and then you pull up, 
uh, and there's some signs and there's like the jigsaw laughing um, and that sort of thing. And then you start again and you go vertically up a hundred like, foot. Like Rip Ride Rocket. Like Rip Ride Rocket, yeah. <laughs> but does it have pump it um, louder? <laughs> it does, does not have pump it louder. Ah. Oh. Alas, every ride should have pump it louder. Every ride. <laughs> I, I guess. It's a small world. I'd listen to an It's a yeah. Small World cover of Pump It Louder by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yep, sure. <laughs> I would I would um, listen to that. <laughs> it probably exists somewhere. The internet's full of random nonsense. Yeah, the Someone's probably made carnage. an It's the Small World cover of Pump It Louder. <laughs> and if, if they haven't and you're listening, go ahead, do it. Yeah. Um, so you go up this uh, 100 foot height um, straight up and then you drop through 100, and, through 100 degrees. So past vertical drop. Past vertical. Right. So instead of 90 degrees straight down, you're actually coming back in on yourself. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. And then you go into a loop, which you uh, pull out of at the top. Oh, oh like Sheikra. Like Sheikra, yes. <laughs> um, I guess you could arguably call this call the the the, uh, the ride vehicle kind of like mini versions of Sheikra. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Sheikra is four by four, vehicles, ver- yeah, rather than whatever Sheikra is. Sheikra is a is it eight per row? Is it eight? I think it's eight. Is it? Is it 24 per vehicle, 8 per row? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. So this is just eight people in the, in the train, full stop, 4 by yeah. 4 Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you do some loops, like some loops that you pull out of like that. Um, it's good fun. Uh, I don't think it didn't quite live up to the hype that they were trying to bring around it. Yeah. Um, of it being sore. Um, but it's good fun. Yeah. And the queues are short, so why not? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's the only other major coaster, is it the, the Walking Dead one that you mentioned, which uh, yes. I, I assumed that that was like a re-themed job. That wasn't, because Swarm's the newest coaster still, right? And I guess Walking Dead, I mean, the Walking Dead comic series has been going on for a while, but I think Walking Dead is a massive mainstream franchise. It's... Well, I don't know. When did that show begin? It feels like it's been going on for ages, but probably like, what, 2010, something like that? Maybe earlier? I can't remember. But, yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, the Walking um, Dead The Ride, how is how Walking Deady is it? Uh, so the Walking Dead The Ride is, was not open. Oh, alas. Uh, it's an indoor coaster. Right. So uh, it doesn't seem like they're running indoor coasters. No, that makes sense. Um, so sense. The Walking Dead, for those that don't know, used to be called uh, originally called X No Way Out. Okay. Back when it first opened in '96, um, before re being renamed to just X in 2013, uh, and then t- in 2018 they rebranded again to The Walking Dead: The Ride. Right. So huh. I have never been on The Walking Dead: The Ride. No, I guess not. As we've we've had the revelation here today that you've not been for a while. Well, yeah. Um, so well, I have been on X No Way Out and also X, but not. 
I guess not. I haven't been on X either, actually. Think about it. I have been on X No Way Out, though, a couple of times. Right. Is it any good? So, uh, yeah, it was always good fun. Um, it's no um, black hole at Alton Towers, even though that's gone. But it's pretty good fun. Right. Fair enough. Well, you used to have like an to, alien theming, I believe. I'm curious about the theming. Um, so I, I will look that up when we're done here. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's impossible to know when they might feel comfortable enough to reopen indoor rides. But, uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, if everyone has to wear a mask on a ride, I mean, you think the, the main the main concern about being indoors is, um, you know, if, if the virus can pass uh, airily um, or aerially, then um, it, it, the risk is greater indoors. Um yes. Because it won't disperse so easily in the air. But if everyone has to wear a mask anyway, I don't know if that means they could at some point feel comfortable to reopen indoor rides. I don't know. Um, I know it's hard to believe, but I'm not an expert. Uh, but yeah, I guess that covers all, it? All the, <laughs> that covers all the major roller coasters. I don't know. I don't think. I think you know we're running pretty long here already, so I don't think it's really worth going through every individual sort of thrill ride and kiddie ride. Like no. there's like a fair degree yeah. of what you'd consider sort of stock theme park thrill rides. Uh, yeah, and, so and, I didn't go on any of them anyway oh, really? because of just the limitations of my party. Um, so it just made a little bit some of them difficult like Samurai is probably one of my favourite rides in the park um, but there are five arms of five seats and it's one party per arm um, and you have to have a minimum of 15 people on it so it just makes it a bit more complicated so sure. it's, uh, um, for the sake also, of other people there was also we nearly did the story at work actually we didn't do it because we couldn't get in hold of any pictures but it broke down i think on thursday the night before or the day before you were you went and left people hanging for about half an hour or so oh yeah scary times scary times um, indeed are there any other sort of uh aside from the coasters that we've spoken about are there any other sort of samurai-esque worth doing attractions that you would recommend to people who might be going um, for the first time or for the first time in a while so you've got um so you've got Zodiac there, which is um some people like. Uh and you've got I think Rush is shut at the moment, unfortunately. Which is like right. a swing coaster, a swing ride. Yeah. Um there's there's some other kids' rides. Detonators there, which is like a drop coaster. Like a not a drop coaster, like a drop tower, sorry. Right, yeah. Um but yeah, so they're they're all there if you want to do those sorts of things. Hmm. Uh, and, and the experience of KFC was good. I, I was about to ask, what was KFC like? Most importantly, what did you get? How did it taste? Uh, so uh, there's in and out is separate. Uh, you you queue up. Uh, you go. To, they clean the touch pads after each use. Um, and you order your food, and then you go and pick it up, and everyone's still wearing masks and stuff. Um, I had uh, boneless, three piece boneless with meal. With a side of popcorn chicken as well. Uh, it was good. Very happy. And that, that must have been your first meal out in like months, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope it lived up to um, those kinds of... Uh, I hope it lived up to the weight. 
Uh, yeah, I th- yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, staff were, to be fair, the staff behind the counter seemed like they were, were uh, like had enough of putting up with people's shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, he seemed like quite surprised when I said thanks to him. Oh yeah, and we're wearing a mask. Uh, yes. I was like, oh yeah, cheers, mate. And he's like, oh yeah, no worries. Cool. <laughs> Well, someone actually like appreciates me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, just doing a good be... job in a terrible time. Yeah, it shouldn't be funny, really, but it it, it is. Because uh, yeah. yeah, like you say, people are are well, people people are explicit words about it a lot of the time. Absolutely, uh, but not you, Josh. You're a, you're you're a good nope. man who appreciates the uh, the the staff of a good theme park. Absolutely. It sounds like Thought Park is a pretty good theme park, and it sounds like Thought Park, for the most part, too, are um, operating pretty responsibly during these unprecedented times. So uh, yeah, I was pretty happy. Pretty happy. There was a couple of moments where people were a bit too close to me in the queue, um, or people weren't moving down the queue um, in a decent fashion. Which, uh, like, people obviously there's a yellow dot. Some people wouldn't move to the next available yellow dot, and you're like. They're like 10 metres away. You can get, you know, we're in the UK, queue properly. <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing we can do uh, or meant to be able to do is queue. Did you have to tell anyone to back off when they got too close? Did you make your reservations clear um, to these people? I did not, no. Um, in, the, oh, well. in the most British way possible, um, I looked around at them, kind of tutted, <laughs> and then turned back. <laughs> yes. That's the best way. I guess that's the best way yeah. uh, to I'm deal with such things. Afraid of confrontation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, great. Uh, thanks, Josh, for taking me through Thought Park. It's like I was there. You're very welcome, Tom. You know, um, if you if you want to get out, it's probably one of the best places to go out. I would say. Yeah. No, it sounds it. Um, I should head over there at some point, but uh, before I have any chance to do such a thing, you are, of course, heading to Alton Towers. Um, so you hadn't been to Thought Park for ages. Um, when's yeah. the last time you went to Alton Towers? Is this going to be your first trip there for ages as well? Uh, it has been a while. It's probably... Hmm, 20... It's, it's, I was, I've been to Alton Towers more recently. Uh, I can't remember exact time, exact sure. date, but it's definitely more recently. Sure. Uh, well, as of recording, um, it's just a couple couple days uh, until you're heading there. Um, so there may well be uh, some similar documenting of the day on our Twitter account at Parkrush Podcast, although um, it's up in the air whether you'll be a, a single rider again or, or not. Uh, and if you're not, yep. I would anticipate the Twitter page being slightly less active, but we'll just have to wait and see on that. Um, uh, yes. As well as the Twitter page, you can, of course, email the podcast if you'd like to do so. It's podcast at parkrush.com. And uh, if you want to send us an even more condensed message than email or Twitter allows, then you can now send us a voice message, I believe. Um, yeah. On our new home at parkrush.com. Um, and if you've enjoyed the show and you're not subscribed already, then uh, of course you can do so on your preferred podcasting app of choice. We're just about everywhere these days. We're, we're kind of a big deal. Sure are. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, 
It's our second week with the new logo. Uh, really like the new logo. Mentioned it last week, but we'll do so again. Thanks to a friend of the show, Taron, for doing that for us. Taron has just started his own podcast, which I feel like as a, as an olive branch, we should we should mention. It's called uh, "It's Quite Interesting." To be fair, and um, yep. much like the Park Rush podcast, you can also find that on all good podcasting apps. Uh, they're not on the bad yeah, ones. Uh, they I, didn't want to be on bad podcasting I apps. Their website is interestingtbf.co.uk. That's a good website name, actually. Yeah. I'm surprised that was available, and uh, I'm actually yeah. a bit and jealous. And I'm on the first episode. Oh, yes, you are. You're a guest. How was it? Was it good? Uh, yeah, it was good fun. Uh, we talk about tech, F1, uh, some other random stuff, um, films, so yeah, it's going to be. It's not all the time, but as soon when news and things comes up that Paul and Tara want to talk about, is when there will be a podcast. Oh, so they haven't tied themselves to uh, an obligatory and ultimately unnecessary weekly schedule like we have. Uh, no. Well, alas, uh, we will have a show next week that is actually uh, useful to people, which is the Alton Towers trip report. Um, For sure. Until then, everybody, stay safe out there, take it easy, and goodbye.